0: Oh, we're started. Yeah, I heard the beeping. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I told you, just start recording. Welcome to the Blue Collar Podcast Show. <laughs> we were just talking off air on just recording, and he he tricked me and hit the record button without telling me. <laughs> I hardly
1: tricked you. You kind of knew it was coming. You heard the
0: clicking. Well, we're back again.
1: Uh, again. and We were talking about how we should just be recording, because sometimes we say some pretty profound shit. And then we start recording. Yeah,
0: we've we've said we need to record five times before we even start recording. Yep. So here we go. I'm
1: gonna start doing that, guys. <laughs> Catch all the bad shit John says.
0: <laughs> and we're canceled, so I guess episode ten's a wrap. We're done.
1: Hey, it's all marked adult and explicit. So what I say that one guy says, if you don't like it, don't worry about it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Um, We'll do the social medias first, because I know the last couple ones we did at the end. But Instagram, the underscore blue collar underscore syndicate. Facebook, the blue collar syndicate podcast. TikTok, the blue collar. I'm sorry, blue collar syndicate pod. And that next line that says YouTube does not exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to delete that shit. I'm
1: not going to do the YouTube until we get... Way more listeners and downloads. So if you want that, start spreading the well, word. I
0: just deleted like five episodes. So it's all right. <laughs>
1: I had to go through. Do you know you had my company name spelled wrong? I did. Yeah, you had company YS, not company IES. Oh, son of a bitch. And I know you specifically even asked me and I told you it's IES. I fucked up. <laughs> uh, I
0: I've f- been promoting <laughs> the wrong person. I fixed them good
1: the uh what were we talking about oh uh on my little diary of ideas
0: <laughs>
1: yeah john don't forget to record damn it! <laughs> <I got> it.
0: <laughs> sorry we just lost got five good minutes of recordings
1: two minutes 25 seconds you're good okay we got the audio that's what counts <laughs> No, uh, we're going through my diary of ideas because I had to start writing them down because I spend too much time thinking about it and then I forget and I'm Mm -hmm. like, John, I wanted to talk about something. And so I created that notebook page and I got quite the Rolodex rolling already. We talked about, I, I wrote in there something about, do you always have to be happy for your friends? And that came from, I was listening to somebody say something and I was just like, "That's a dumb idea." And then some, the other person they were telling it to was like, "Oh, I'm happy for you." And I'm like, "No, you're not.
0: Like, why? You're encouraging bad things."
1: You, know, or, I mean, maybe it's not bad, but you you definitely disagree, and you're not being honest about it. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that? Do you always have to be stoked for your friends, or are you are you a very blunt person who always says, "Bro, that's stupid"?
0: Well, I mean. It, I, Obviously it's I'm going to say it's going to depend on the situation. Um but yeah, I mean, you want to you don't want to lie to your friends. No, definitely not. You want you want them to be the best, but also if you feel like something's not right, at least present them with something that that you see that they might not see. And if they see it and they just don't care, then that's on them. You can at least knowing, you know, know that you had the conversation and it is now they're fully aware of a said situation.
1: Yeah. I think I've gone back and forth between being just too blunt and too assholey and then supporting no matter what. Yeah. I definitely think I've done the extreme of both. And I would bet that a lot of people listening have done the same, you know, or they're always extremely one or the other because I think as a friend or a spouse or whatever the situation is, a lot of people are like, they want to be supportive. They want to be helpful. Or they want to be always right and not wrong. Or they always want to poke holes in things. And I would definitely say I've done both to the hard extremes. Mm-hmm. I've, I would even gander to say there's probably been times where maybe even out of jealousy, I've said the other thing. You know, oh really yeah, like like you're working with somebody and they're like, man, I got a new job offer over here and you're just like, "That's fucking dumb. don't do that. this place is great all this <laughs> but deep down, you're just like you just don't want them to go so you're you're saying all that trash talk. But you're not thinking a bigger picture, like, maybe it's better for them, maybe it's better for their home life, maybe it's better money, whatever the situation yeah, is. Yeah,
0: a little bit, being a little selfish for it.
1: I'd definitely say, especially when it comes to, like, the working thing.
0: Yeah. I've you, prob- don't wanna, you don't want to lose your main buddy.
1: I've probably been guilty of that. I've probably been guilty of trying to convince people to stay, or even convincing people to go, because I don't want them around no more.
0: <laughs> and I think- I've I'll, done that second one. Yeah, I think a lot of
1: people have done it, they- probably aren't being too honest about it yeah it it just kind of came to me when those words were falling out of my mouth about work i was thinking about that i was like i've definitely done that like i've told people like oh that place is gay i heard their supervisor's asshole (laughs) their hours are always short something like that and i really don't know any of that i just don't want them to go i don't want to be lonely
0: i've straight encouraged someone to leave
1: i've definitely done that we were
0: at a bar a few years ago and I, i was dd for that night And one of the guys, he was just, he was drunk as fuck talking about how good this other company was. I was just offered, you know, X amount of dollars more than what I make now and just going on and on. I I got tired of listening to him. I was like, then fucking go. Bye. I don't have to drive you home. He'll take you home. See you later. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I think, I think a lot of that goes on. I know I've had it done to me. I know that my friends have successfully and sometimes unsuccessfully tried to drag me over to where they're working like Mm -hmm. come over here man it's so great and I'm just like no it's not (laughs) and I think a lot of that comes from too some people don't want to admit like they made a mistake like by jumping ship to another company oh yeah I've seen it where I've had friends leave and then they're like (sighs) when I was in the drilling industry that's a that's a very jump ship fast type of industry a lot of guys bounce around a lot it's kind of like the oil field in that way Mm -hmm. and I've seen guys leave the company I was working for the company I worked for for a long time they weren't the greatest but they weren't the worst either so I stayed there for a long time and I don't know how many times I had friends leave tell me to leave with them six not even six sometimes two weeks later they're back sure glad I didn't fucking listen to you (laughs) I've even seen, even in the oil field, I've seen that happen a lot, especially when you work for like the big corporations. Yeah. In the oil field, it's real bad. Like, uh, working, I worked for Halliburton for a while, and I don't know how many guys would leave Halliburton to go work for a small company that paid more money hourly, but then found out the hours weren't consistent or they got slow during certain times of the year or they didn't realize how much they liked all the big benefits of the mega corporation. All they seen was a $3 Yeah, three dollar an hour raise and all they could do was poke holes and all the issues. Like as soon as you see that more dollar signs, the whole working for a big corporate company, all they do is talk about all the bad sides of that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of issues working with a big corporate company. Everybody knows it. There's pros and cons to working small companies and big. Oh, yeah. And I know, especially with the big companies, I've seen guys do it like, I'm just a fucking number, this, that, and the other. This guy's a dumbass, and he's my boss, and he doesn't know shit. All that shit definitely happens. But as soon as they know they can go somewhere else, they forget about the stock options we had at Halliburton where you could buy stock for half the price. They forget about the super cheap health insurance. They forget about the consistency, you know. I always tell guys, sometimes making less money, but... That's why I stayed at the drilling company. Yeah. Like, guys would jump ship all the time for a raise, but I was like, I get 50 hours a week every week for the last three years. You went over there, got 40 hours, 20 hours, 60 hours, 10 hours, 100 hours, 2 hours. (laughs) Like, at the end of the day, we all ended up in the same boat, and you ended up coming back because it's hard to go from, you know – A $2,000 paycheck to a $500 paycheck to a $3,000 paycheck, this, that, and the other.
0: I I definitely did that uh, a few years ago when my ex-wife and I first got together. I went and worked for a different company, and I lasted for, it seemed like, a a few months, but I think it was like a month and a half. And it was just the realization of, it's not greener on the other side. I thought it was because they watered it with fucking bullshit.
1: (laughs) That happens a lot. Companies do that on their own, too. Yeah. You know, one of the, people always have those kind of issues. I would say one of the places I had that issue going both directions was actually where you work. I went over there because a lot of people we knew worked there. Yeah, Uh, There was a lot of pros to working over there. And the issue I had at the time when I worked there was there was a lot of inconsistency. I was getting a shitload of hours one week, not enough the next week. And I ended up leaving solely because of money. Because honestly, as far as working for another company, your company was probably one of the best companies I ever worked for as far as how they treat their people, the just the environment of mm-hmm. your company themselves. It's a great environment. I always tell people all the time that, that want to work there or thought about working there. I always tell them, this was the issue I had, and it was solely a dollar sign. Other than that, I didn't have much of an issue. Yeah. So I tell people, if you're in the right spot, I would always go there. If if I would have made more dollars when I worked there, I probably would have never left. It would have never crossed my mind to leave. I didn't even want to leave, but I just couldn't pay my bills. Yeah. And that wasn't completely their fault. I was also a dumb kid who racked up a lot of bills in the oil field because I was making great money. And then I had to go to reality and make normal money. Yeah. And I also went over there during a rainy season, which in your industry is not a good season to start working
0: there. Yeah. yeah. When it's getting cold like this is now. And I, well, it wasn't cold. It was spring. But yeah. it
1: rained a lot that year. So yeah, they, we it, were always ra- getting ra- shut or down. Rain or snow, yeah. it, it
0: slows down a bunch.
1: Yeah, that was the only thing. And I got stuck hauling fucking cow shit for like two months, which honestly wasn't that bad. I liked it because it was one of the few jobs where they were like, you're just going to go over to point A, load up a bunch of cow shit, haul it to point B. See you in 12 hours. Yeah. It was great. (laughs) But when that ran out and I had to go work in the shop and I got stuck just cleaning tractors or holding a piece of metal so someone else could weld it. And I was only getting like, they ran out of work. I mean, they did great to get their best. You know, if they didn't have something in the morning, they could have just said, go home. Yeah. They'd be like, it's your option. You can go home or go to the shop. Yeah. So they, they always did their best. And like I said, it was... I regret I actually regretted leaving there for a long time I I wish I would have figured out how to like make it work because I see a lot of people work there for a long time and most of them are really happy I mean here it is eight nine years later and as my own boss your company's hired me to do some work for them to haul some stuff for them And I go and I see guys that were still, that worked there and taught me how to run equipment and some of your guys' stuff when I worked there eight, nine years ago, and they're still just as happy.
0: Yeah, we're still there.
1: You know, I'm sure like any business, it has its moments where you're like, God damn it. But (laughs) a lot of those guys, you're like, damn, you still work here? Damn, you still work here? Yeah. And so I always tell people, the whole grass is greener, like, if you can prepare for the worst part, it'll be a great place. Mm Mm-hmm. But enough about working. <laughs> Back to what we were talking about was being happy for other people. So when I went there, a lot of people actually were like, oh, don't go there. Stay in the oil field. Stay doing this. So it was like they didn't want me to go there. And granted, if my personal bills were smaller, it would have been the best move I ever made. Mm-hmm. And I there was a lot of guys who were trying to talk me out of it. And then I talked to another guy come, to coming over there. He ended up leaving for the same reason I did. And once again, it was both our faults. We were young and dumb and you know, you make a lot of money. You're like, I can afford another payment. I can afford another payment. Let me buy a truck. Let me buy a house. Let me buy another truck. Let me go buy a dirt bike. Whatever. <laughs> and next thing you know, you got five grand a month in payments.
0: Yeah. And then you change the job. Oh, fuck. I don't have five grand anymore. Yeah. So that was... That's a thing that
1: definitely happens and uh i would say the predecessor to going to your company is come over here to the oil field it's so great and you hear all the upside and everybody's like oh i'm happy for you you're making all this money but no one's like bro do you know how inconsistent that is do you know how this that and the other
0: i saw just with the oil since we're talking about oil field and like type types of work i saw a video the other day that's going around of this dude he, he's 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 a cleaning rigs so he's got his Ooh. fr coveralls on and his hard hat and all that shit and he's like you know you're a real man when you're out here pressure washing your fucking rig and it's freezing dude his fucking hard hat has icicles on his beard froze i was like you know you're a fucking idiot <laughs> hell no i'm not out there pressure washing a drilling rig in the freezing cold
1: Sorry to say, but if you're washing the rig, you're one of the low guys on the totem pole <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> you ain't no real man. You're a
0: fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, to be honest though, some guys love it. I've seen guys work some of them jobs and they're there forever and you can't figure out why. and You just can't be happy for them like we were saying. And then, then you have to do I'm, a reality. I'm happy
0: t- that they figured out a happiness for them, but I'm not going to go wash no rig.
1: No. I, w- I would have to be in a hard spot to take that job. There's yeah. plenty of other jobs in the field I'd do long before that.
0: We have our CDLs, so we're very well needed.
1: I'll drive something with a heater for sure. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's kind of what uh, what we were talking about though. Is actually, I think when the idea came for me is uh, people were talking about switching jobs, mm. and your your instinct as a friend, like, oh great, I hope it works out for you. Then the other part of me is like, ah, it's a horrible fit for him. It's like, why did I tell him, oh, I hope it works out for you instead of saying, I don't think you should do that. But then you also think about, am I right?
0: Like, the, that's, do I even time, know? There could be a job change because the, they're, they, they're looking for that change in life and they're just trying to do something new. You never know if they're going to find their next love. You
1: exactly. Know? So then that, that puts you back into that hole. You need to be careful fucking heater's gonna blow up dude
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's preparing for the negative 20 coming through but i mean it it, then you find out where your relationship lies with your friend if you if someone's going to get upset about a conversation because you're looking out for them and you're just expressing your opinion i mean then someone should probably maybe reevaluate the way they look at things because if you're going to get or take offense to your friend's opinion that you know wants the best of you. I mean, that's kind of your fault for being offended by it. But at the same time, we're looking out for you.
1: Yeah, I would say that is the flip side of this whole conversation would definitely be like you're saying you shouldn't always expect people to be happy for you just because yeah. you're doing something. It's kind of like you ever know somebody who's like, "Oh, we're pregnant, we're having kids." And you're like, "Oh my god." Another one. But <laughs> what really comes out of your mouth is, oh, that's so great. Yeah. <laughs> now, kids are probably a lot more touchy subject, but <laughs> it's kind of, it, you do have to be able to be receptive to somebody who's like, oh, man, I don't, I don't think you should take that job, or I think that's a bad idea because mm-hmm. of ABC. Because I think a lot of guys can't, and gals probably can't do that. You know, they, if someone shoots down their idea, all of a sudden that person's a dick
0: yeah because all of a sudden like their their crash their heart their dreams or everything just shattered and broken and and they're like well maybe it is a bad idea when really we're not trying to break you down we're just trying to like potentially understand where you're at and then like we said tell you our view of it not not talk you out of it just maybe talk you through it and maybe just try and sell us on why you're doing it
1: well and some people are just trying to be honest people yeah like Some people don't lie and they don't want to lie. So they're going to tell you exactly what they think. And that's, you got to learn how to say like, you know, thanks for your input or I see what you're saying or go, you know, maybe I need to think about this and start thinking about it because if someone, if someone actually gives you the negative side instead of just instantly saying, I'm happy for you, it's probably coming from a place of they care, Mm -hmm. you know? So
0: they're, it, that's a touchy subject because you, uh, you could also just be getting it from the negative Nancy that talks nothing about n- besides negative. Like we
1: said, that company sucks. Don't yeah. work for them. Yeah. <laughs> could be coming from that too. But I would say, I mean, if you also know very well who you're talking to and they say, I don't think that's a good idea. Like I hope moving forward in life when people, cause like I said at the beginning, I've definitely been the extreme on both ends. I've been, Super supportive, even though I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Mm -hmm. And I've also been negative, even though deep down I probably knew it was good. So moving forward, I hope to be taking... Like, I hope people can take... I'm going to be more honest, so people maybe hopefully take it more serious. Mm -hmm. They don't just say, Albert's being bossy, or... Albert just doesn't want me to win or whatever, you know? So some people are already there, you know? And if they're, t- if they're your friend and they're telling you that, try to evaluate if that's coming from a sincere position. Like they're telling you that cause they actually care because I think a lot of people, you know, if you were to say, Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. I think a lot of people write that off. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're like, Oh, he's just being a dick.
0: Yeah, and there's when when you say it like that, um, just saying I don't think that's a good idea. There's there's also plenty of different ways to say that.
1: Yeah, and if you are going to say that, you should definitely be able to follow it up with an idea, a deep thought.
0: Yeah, no, now, if you're going to just say I don't think that's a good idea, okay? Why, Frank? The fuck is wrong with my idea? <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah, that. Uh, I mean, this whole subject is. It can cover such an array of things, you know, we're talking about jobs, but it could be about, uh, oh, my wife is working and my kids are at a babysitter's all day. It could be, oh, I'm going to,
0: I'm going to go get married.
1: Yeah. I'm going to get married or, uh, I'm going to have a kid with this chick or I'm going to get a divorce or I'm going to go buy a dog. You know how many friends I've had that are like,
0: I got a dog and I'm like, you work 80 hours a week. Do you want to know something? I've been back and forth for like three months on getting a dog. I was like, ah, I don't know. We already have two. That's the girlfriends. And I complain about hair. So do I want a third dog with more hair? And it's like, am I going to be home enough? You know, back and forth. Don't get a wolf hybrid.
1: (laughs) My dog sheds so much. I've had to change my life to just accepting hair.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had dogs when I lived in Texas, and it was okay. But I would come home every now and then to get the dog hair. But now I live with it, so. Well, in your
1: Texas, dogs were short-haired dogs. Yeah, my dog's got four-inch-long white hairs.
0: Jesus Christ!
1: They show on everything.
0: We, we need to bu- gather it up and knit sweaters.
1: Haley will like <laughs> vacuum and pull out the vacuum bag, and it's just like a rabbit. Of hair,
0: <laughs> I made a dog with my dog She could do hair. that like
1: every day, and then when the seasons change, he sheds so bad. Oh God! Yeah, it's you get used to it. I mean, he's old. I've had him for he's not old yet, but eight. He's been around for a while. Eight years I've had him. Yeah. And so you, you definitely just grow to it. But I, I've I seen a friend one time they got a dog, and all they were posting about was how to get rid of hair, how to get rid of hair, and I was like, you don't. You learn to live with it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or you get a hairless dog. Yeah. Or you get or a, a dog. poodle.
1: Yeah, but my thing, I could have told you, if you mind hair, that getting a dog is not a good idea.
0: That's one of the reasons why I'm back and forth on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Weigh all your options, people.
1: Yeah. And and ask, I mean, you can always ask people too. Like instead of just jumping to conclusions and say, I'm going to leave, you know, maybe if you start looking at other jobs, you can go ask a coworker. Like, what do you think, man? What do you think of this place? Or, mm-hmm. Am I missing something? Is there something I don't know going on here? Shit like that. You can
0: also write out a big pros and cons list. And just kind of get, self-evaluate with yourself. Oh, I yeah. did that um, at the beginning of the year when I was debating on bringing coming home, staying in Colorado full-time with working so I can work on Rocket. And I was like, you know, I, I went back and forth debating on qu- quitting. I did not say that. <laughs> um And I I mean, I had a big list of pros and cons, you know, pros of if I stayed with the company, if I left the company, you know, cons on both sides. And I, you know, I, I didn't, I wanted to make sure it was the right choice. And it came down to obviously staying there because I, you know, time I put in benefits, but even if you write it out so that way you can visually see things and you're not stuck in your head going back and forth, that will help you as well.
1: Yeah, I'm a big list guy. I need to get, I need to do better on that. For a while there, I, I would make a list just what I need to do. Like if I was coming home for three days, I'd make a list of everything I need to do. Mm-hmm. And lists, the visualization helps with everything. So not just if you need to make a to-do list, but like you're saying, a pros and cons list is a... it's a, It definitely helps just that visualization like you were saying because then you can just look... And compare instead of just having all these million thoughts rolling around in your yeah. head at once. Yeah. But I would also, I wanted to, I want to get back to like, do you have to be happy for your friends? Cause I feel like a lot of people feel like you need to say I'm happy for you or good for you instead of being honest and saying that's a bad idea. That's dumb. That's stupid. I mean, don't, being dumb is kind of a dumb way to say things. <laughs> Um, like don't tell your friends that's dumb. Say, I don't think this is a good idea because X, Y, Z
0: more of like a constructive criticism.
1: Yeah. Cause I, I've, I've seen that too, where people are just like, that's dumb. And you're going to get wrote off pretty quick. If that's all you say is mm-hmm. that's dumb.
0: Yeah. All, all all Albert ever says to me is that's dumb.
1: Yeah. What, He's an idiot. <laughs> Albert's fucking dumb. All, yeah, that, he, all he ever says is that's dumb. <laughs> Does he
0: know any other words? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's definitely important to explain yourself. And I think the answer to my question I would say is no. You don't always have to be happy for your friends. No. Just because your friend is getting a new job doesn't mean you have to support it because unconditional support can lead to enabling. Like if you have a friend and every time he gets a new job, you're like, good for you. hope it works out. At some point, you got to say, hey, man, you've had 18 jobs in the last two years.
0: Yeah, you're not very consistent.
1: Yeah. I I don't think it's a good thing. Like, I've I've had a friend that jumps a lot of jobs, and I've told him, no matter what he says about how bad a place is, I'm just like, just stay there. Just stay. You need to work somewhere for a while. You,
0: you need to learn how to find the good. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's just so... It's, it's very easy to be negative nowadays. Oh, it's it, super. It's the easiest thing to fucking do. If you actually spend the time on finding good things, you, it, the job will last a lot better. It'll be better.
1: Well, even... Even if you don't find the good things, you prove something to yourself by putting in the time to figure it out. Yeah. Because if you can't put in the time to figure out the good things, you also can't put in enough time to figure out the, the bad things that actually matter. Because if you jump into a job or a relationship or a friendship or a project or whatever it may be, if you can't stick in long enough to find the good, you, the, f- the flip side could be true. Like, like we were talking about, you could go to a job that promises you everything. And if you just jump into it and you're just like, oh, this is great. This is great. This is great. But you're oblivious to other things that could lead to major problems.
0: Yeah. Then you're just in denial.
1: Yeah. You could jump into a job and be like, oh, I'm making all this money, but you don't see that the company's cutting a lot of corners and you're going to get laid off. Or you're going to get fired. Yeah,
0: you, you see this job falling through and all of a sudden you're going to be out of work because there's no backup jobs.
1: Y- exactly. You don't have
0: insurance anymore, but yeah, you're making $5 extra an hour.
1: Or you're going somewhere and whoever's in charge of your work is a complete dunce. Yeah. And you're like, this is going to lead to big problems. I should have stayed where I was at. And if you don't stay places and do things long enough to figure out all those things, the next time you jump, projects, relationships, pets, whatever you're not going to know what to look for. Because if you do both, if you stay in long enough to find the true good and the true bad, it makes you have more information to make your next decision. Mm-hmm. It's not just uh, knee-jerk reactions.
0: Yeah, 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 of course. it's, a, it's a, You have more of a response than a reaction.
1: Well, and you just have a deeper insight in how to look at
0: it. Experience.
1: Yeah, experience. Because if you're... If you're just jumping a job because you get a raise, every time you get a raise, you jump a job, you never actually stick around long enough to figure out what else matters besides the $2 raise. If you don't know what to look, like we always say, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And if you never stick around to figure out how important it is to have benefits or stock options or raises or consistency, you never know to look for that the next time an opportunity comes knocking.
0: You want to know how good it is to have benefits? I had chest pains a few months ago, and I was like, "Eh, I think I'm going to go cash in my insurance, my HSA account, because I do not like this feeling. (laughs) So, You want to know how bad it is to have benefits? How bad it is to
1: to have them? Yes. So in certain scenarios, I'm very against benefits. So with my first kid, to get insurance through my company was going to be for me and my wife was going to be about 1200 a month. Okay? My first kid, if you go to the hospital and pay cash, only cost me 10. So if I was paying for insurance for the prior year plus the 9 months she was pregnant, you have 18 months of $1200 a month payments. Jesus. You're pushing 20 grand that you would have paid insurance for nothing that whole time just to pay for a $10,000 doctor bill at delivery. Insurance is such a scam how it's run these days there are cons like we're talking about i i did i had benefits for a long time i always got benefits when the companies offered them all that stuff and over time i realized i don't go to the doctor pretty much ever unless i'm dying Mm -hmm. my wife's basically the same way so over time i realized i'm paying for years and years of insurance i didn't use a single time but whose fault is that the insurances
0: no it was offered to you you accepted it but you never used it i didn't need it you had the access to it
1: but i didn't need it
0: then why'd you pay for it
1: because i thought that's what you need to do everybody says get benefits (laughs) you have to have health insurance the government's going to penalize you if you don't you know what the penalty for not having insurance is what Zero dollars that they don't enforce. They literally can't penalize you for it. Oh, really? Yeah. I
0: didn't know that. There's no fine. I, I, well, I just, I, cause I, I'm like you, I don't really go to the doctor and stuff like that. And I put all this money towards an HSA account. So HSA I have...
1: accounts are different. Yeah. Cause HSA accounts are Like I did, I I had an HSA account at the pipeline company and I kept it when I left because the pipeline company matched a little bit for a while. So it grew faster and I kept it when I left because it's, it's a savings that doesn't go away, but you could do the same thing with just a savings account at your local bank if you wanted. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't come with the, you can write off, you can write off your taxes, whatever you put in your HSA. But that's one of the things I'm saying about putting in the time I put in the time of paying for benefits to realize it was an investment I'm not using and I'm never going to cash in. So financially it's cheaper for me to pay cash at the time that we gave birth than it was to pay for insurance for a year and a half.
0: So would that fall on the individual if to realize if they should opt out on that kind of option? Exactly. Okay.
1: But you got to put in that time and, and the research, you got to do some research. I mean, It's not free to have a baby. I'll tell you that. Fuck
0: no. But if... uh, I don't have kids. I still pay for all the ones that don't have insurance.
1: But let's say you are a person who has some health problems or medications or whatever. Or you're a person that is the type of person that goes to the doctor when you get a sniffle or start coughing or
0: whatever. Or maybe you just like to be able to start going to the doctor.
1: Exactly. You can go... then, Then you know it's a financial benefit to actually pay for these benefits my company offers. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying is it's just experience. Like you've experienced things that make you feel it's worth your while. So you pay for it, but that's an experience you have. You're Like, like I said, some people love it. Some people don't. I have come to a realization that I don't use insurance enough to justify paying for it. It's cheaper in the long run for me to pay cash when I do use it. Completely different story. I do have my kids on health insurance because kids are dumb kids. They're going to break their arm. Yeah. They're going to they're do something silly. They're going to need braces, whatever.
0: They get sick a lot easier.
1: Yeah, so they have insurance. I pay for insurance for them, but I don't pay for it for myself. Okay. And I, I'm not, I don't think Haley's on insurance anymore either. Because the other thing is, too, with insurance, you have deductibles. So that was the other thing that factored in is with my insurance, I still would have had to pay the deductible amount. Plus, the cost of paying insurance for 12 months or 18, however you look at it, that all came out to be like 15, 16 grand. So, in the long run, I would have paid 16 grand where I just paid for it the day it happened and it only cost me 10. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, side note do your math and <laughs> long term investments before you go signing up for health insurance. You don't have to have it just because it's like a college education. You know, for <laughs> our whole life, everyone said you had to go to college to make money. Turns out that's not necessarily the whole truth.
0: There's two of them sitting right here. Mm-hmm.
1: Disregarding my last podcast where I said I only make $3 a year.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I mean, back to what we were talking about, I don't think you have to be happy for your friends just because they're your friends. I think you have to be honest. And if you think your friend's making a mistake, tell them why you think that.
0: I, yeah, I look at friendship as, you know, that ecosystem that's there to, I mean, in a sense, support you, but also be the voice of reason because you might be blind to it. Yeah. So you want, you want that ecosystem to be a healthy one and not someone that's going to sit there and, you know, be happy for you when you're not supposed to be happy. Just because you're going to go get in a relationship with a fucking domestic violence repeat offender, just because that person's really good at charming you over and winning you doesn't mean it's a great idea. I Think he's going to quit after with the you know beating well, yeah. eight.
1: And, and and if you're the friend, what kind of friend are you if you don't say anything? Yeah. If you just say I'm happy for you, I hope it works out. Knowing that you could have
0: stopped a beating.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I just see that a lot, or I see guys take jobs that I don't. I don't think they're going to be happy with in the long run. Um. I did that. I mean, when you're young and you're going through jobs, you you find that place. You're like, I just want that steady Eddie. And I see a lot of guys go through that phase. I went through that phase. I'm just going to work here forever. It's steady. It's consistent. They got benefits, blah, blah, blah. But I was never happy. And I see other people... Make that same mistake
0: That's like following In their dad's And grandfather's Footsteps on What they were taught To you know Grow up to be Work work a job For 50 years Retire Get the watch And live on your Retirement and pension Or whatever mm-hmm.
1: Which that's not A thing these days mm. I, I've seen a couple of Like really successful People talk about Some people hate Like millennials You know And I heard another guy Push back He goes I love them And the other guy's like Well they don't want to work They don't want to do that He goes That's bullshit they're just impatient. He goes, but they can get a college education on YouTube these days. Now, some kids are too entitled. They're too shitty, but I went through that phase of, I need to find that steady Eddie so I can work for 30 years, retire and get the watch. But after like two years, you're just like, Nope, this ain't moving fast enough.
0: And I think the person that you might be referring to, oh, maybe cause I've heard him talk about it is the, is the, is Gary. No, he he's, I've, I've heard him say that he it loves was, our, I think
1: it was Dave Ramsey who was oh, actually really? saying he liked millennials. Cause he's like, these kids learn so fast and to retain them. You gotta, you gotta, we're just not in an age where people are even going to do that. Yeah. Our attention spans are short and that comes with pros and cons. We can learn faster, we adapt faster, we can do things faster, but we also expect things in life to move faster. Yeah. We're not interested in working at a place for 10 years before we get a race. Fuck not, no. Exactly. But 50 years ago, that was the norm. So you just... I mean, it's yeah. kind of irrelevant, but... I mean, that's just kind of how we work as a younger generation, and I think... When you see, like, you definitely, everybody probably has that friend where it works for them. Mm -hmm. And if you have that friend that works for them, you also shouldn't push that view on them. Like, if you see somebody who is working in a factory job, but they're happy, they're consistent and all that, you shouldn't be like, oh, man, you should be getting a raise, you should be doing this.
0: Yeah, don't be forcing that shit down their throat. If they're happy with their consistent life and they're, they're not, like, struggling and, you know, dying. Yeah. Just let them be.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. So I guess you shouldn't always be mad for your friends either. Yeah. Like how we're saying, you don't always need to be happy. You don't always need to shit on them either. Because I, I, I've seen that quite a bit, especially in the oil field. That's prevalent as shit. I see guys who are always like, why do you work for Halliburton? You worked there for 10 years. They fucking suck. They're a big corporation. It's like they've been making consistent money for 10 years. They got college funds for their kids. They got crazy health benefits. Mm-hmm. Like, there's reasons. So don't don't shit on them just because you disagree with it. I mean, I disagree with it. I know I could go back to a place like Halliburton or Liberty or one of these huge oil filled companies in our area and probably get a consistent, easy paycheck and have a lot less stress that I have as a small business owner. But that's just not what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I think most of my friends see that. So they're not telling me to do that. And I didn't get a lot of pushback when I started my own company. I mean, granted, I would think some people probably had some opinions that they didn't tell me. But I think I'm blunt enough that people honestly knew, like, this is what he's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a give and take for sure. I do think the bigger issue, though, is people are always just too too supportive they're always like oh yeah great idea good for you you should do it and do they mean it or are they just saying it because they feel like yeah, they should are they
0: just blowing smoke up yeah yeah i mean hyping you up for nothing
1: do you think you've ever experienced that do you ever think you've been in a position where people were egging you on and you were just like how come nobody's actually said this or that
0: mm. well, that's a great question they probably could have i don't remember <laughs> who knows I, it's been a, a long 30 years
1: <laughs> overtime
0: <laughs> yeah i put in 60 years of my 30 year life with the overtime
1: yeah like i said i think my example would just be when i started my own business i feel like i got a lot of support which is great but i also feel like
0: i I, I do know i do know like my, my marriage was one of them i do have some friends after the divorce were like yeah i'm happy for you that like you're finally divorced <laughs> I never felt that
1: way about your marriage. I did feel that way about you moving to Texas, though. Yeah. I I was, in a way, adamantly against it, but also I knew John's going to do what John wants to do, and John wants to move to Texas. So do you beat your head against a brick wall? Yes, no.
0: Sometimes friends just have to learn the hard ways.
1: Well, and sometimes you do have to let them, too. Sometimes yeah. you, like... Like we talked about on the last episode, you got to go through the suck. Yeah. And you got to let your friends and family and people do that. You can't just always be an enabler.
0: Yeah. I went golfing with a friend, you know, after when it was happening and he's like, you know, I'm kind of glad he's like, I was happy that you were happy, but I didn't like the person. I was like, Hey man, I get it. If not everyone likes everybody, but thanks for being there, I guess. But I mean, now that we're talking about it, you know, I, I kind of see it, but when it comes to like relationships and, you know, quote unquote love, it's a blinding thing. So you never know.
1: Oh, definitely. I would, I
0: would say a lot
1: of people, relationships, that happens a lot.
0: Yeah. A lot. Yeah. But he, he's so good to me. He does this and that and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden two months later, I don't even know you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Who are you?
1: Yeah, and then you always have that friend. Like, I knew that shit. Well, thanks for telling me.
0: Yeah. Well, you were happy. Motherfucker, if you knew, you should have told me.
1: Yeah. I think uh, I think it's a thing a lot of people just should think about. Like, don't just be happy just because you feel like you should. be. Just be honest. If mm-hmm. you're honestly happy, then, yeah, be happy. But if you honestly think somebody's making a mistake on a decision be uh be be precise on how you tell them that you know and be honest be be blunt but carefully i guess yeah (laughs) kind of with like kid gloves you know someone's making a bad decision say hey man i know this is your your decision but i think it's a mistake and here's why here's why But yeah, I think we, uh, this was kind of a short subject, but I guess it kind of covers it. It's just more of a food for thought type of thing. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot of things that people do on the masses that I, I feel we should all self-reflect and just make sure we're doing the right thing. Yeah. Make sure we're not just, Oh, I'm happy for you. Like make sure you're actually happy for him or be honest that you're not.
0: I'm all for like st- starting new things, trying new things, and exploring, and you know, just r- learning more. So, if you see drastic, you know, drastic changes, like we were saying, you know, you went from like say an oil field job to being a paper pusher, you know, maybe that person just wanted stability. Maybe that person was tired of being outside and working the crazy oil field hours, and they could get that by being inside. So there's probably you know, there's maybe rhyme or reason, but I'm all f- I'm all for trying new, being adventurous and things like that. So as a friend, also be open to hearing why I'm, you know, I'm uh, op- trying this thing. Yeah. Uh, but D- don't, don't be scared to try something new either.
1: But also be honest. If that friend is a, a knuckle jagger wants to go work in an office, be honest and say, bro, you like to drink beer and cuss and
0: You're going to have to deal with HR. Yeah. Do you know what (laughs) HR is and how bad that could be? My jokes are so funny, they want me to tell it to HR as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they might not like it. So I guess it's important to be honest either direction. Yeah. And uh, also be honest. Say I'm telling you, hey, John, I think this is a bad idea. And here's why. You need to be receptive of that honesty that i'm giving you but i also need to be receptive of you saying well i don't think you're right because you know i want this office job because my back hurts it kills me every day Mm -hmm. i need a break from this labor that type of stuff and then i i need to be receptive to going oh okay i see i see where you're coming from i maybe now i hope it works out for you
0: Yeah. yeah don't turn into that shit talker behind the back
1: definitely shit talking behind the back is horrible guys We've all done it. I don't care who you are. If you say you haven't, you're a liar, but we've all done it at one point or another. And uh, people definitely need to work on that because there's a lot.
0: Yeah, a a fakeness.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of that that goes on in the world. And everybody, everybody needs, I would say, I hear a lot of guys that say, oh, I don't talk shit behind the back. I say it to their face. And I don't always think that's the solution either. Maybe you just need to learn how to not be a constant shit talker.
0: Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a very good
1: point. <laughs> I've been guilty of all of that. I've been a shit talker behind people's back. I've been a shit talker to people's face. And one thing in life I try to do lately is just talk less shit, period. And if I'm feeling the need, if you are going to talk shit, say it to someone's face, say your honest opinion, but make sure you have good reason to do it. Because I've definitely been in a, a negative Nancy Spot in life where I'm just constantly shit talking everybody's ideas or everybody's opinions or everybody's decisions. And that is, it's not healthy for you, friendships, relationships, whatever the case is. It's not good for anybody. So that's a big one. That, that honestly probably should have been the main theme of this <laughs> podcast now that I think about it. Cause that, that's a fucking epidemic. Yeah. That is, I see, I have friends that are real bad
0: about it. Like yeah, to, once once the back's turned, the what, what really comes out. Yeah. Is that is that even a friend? Um, makes you wonder. Yeah.
1: I mean, I've had I've had a friend that that was happening quite a bit to and we confronted on it. And we worked it out. So I'd also say if you have a friend that's doing that, confront them on it. Work it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah you either fix it or it's time to cut ties because if that's the person that that person is, do you really need them in your life?
1: Exactly. Yeah. That, uh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Shit talking. Man, we really should have made that. Now that I think about it, I'm like, I could go on and on. I don't want to, but it's definitely another great takeaway from just a short podcast like this is don't, don't be a shit talker behind people's back and if you constantly, what in my life, what I found is I was shit-talking to the back, to the face, to the side, always shit-talking. And I had to just come to a self-realization where I need to quit shit-talking. And that might have been what led me to just, I'm happy for you, I support you, that's a great idea, too much.
0: Yeah, you were just trying to replace it, yeah. replace the bad habit with something different.
1: Yeah, and I think I'm, I'm on the other side of the bell curve where I'm at a leveler spot where yeah. it's all better now. I'm not too much shit talking, not too much over positivity. And I mean, it's took him 30 years, but I think I'm pretty much there. I think I'm pretty good about being supportive, honestly, and also being negative, honestly, instead of, I definitely was a person who was negative dishonestly. Like I said, just telling people don't go to that company even though it probably is a good idea or telling them to come to my company even though I know it's a bad idea or, you know, just... Oh, yeah, man. I understand your problems. And then behind their back, that guy's such a fucking dumbass. You know. He needs to change this, that, and the other. And then I've also been just too blunt with people. I've had friends that have probably got pretty pissy or angry at me and not even told me because probably comes from being an oldest of five kids and just my natural who I am but I've definitely been bossy too too opinionated a little pushy oh yeah I've definitely done it all and I think I've worked on that bell curve and got it to a level spot so from from my experience like I'd say if you catch yourself in that spot you know check yourself I caught myself in that spot pretty good just You know one or two friends i always i just realized i'm always telling them what to do and i'm just (laughs) like am i telling them what to do because i want to be bossy and i'm a shit talker am i telling them what to do because of honesty and that's actually what i feel yeah and i had to get into that spot like i had a buddy come to me one time and he's like i'm gonna buy a truck i'm gonna start a trucking company and I'm usually a big supporter of when people want to do their own things. And I, I caught myself. I about told him. And then I was like, I don't think you should do it. He's what? You do it? He's like, yeah, you're not me. And I was like... <laughs> that, that's kind of a
0: blunt way to put it. <laughs> that's why I told
1: him. And he, and he was like, what do you mean? And I said, you have this XYZ 123 thing in your life. I have abc 456 thing in my life i don't think you've thought about having this problem this problem this problem all these things and it actually worked out because he he ended up not doing it yeah and i i think he's happy for it now he works for a great company he loves his work and i think me coming from
0: an honest place an
1: honest place just clicked a light bulb for him because I pointed out a lot of things he hadn't thought of yet, but if I would have just been on my other side of my bell curve, where I was doing the whole o- over-supportive, no matter what thing, maybe he'd be in a bankruptcy and a miserable life right now. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. Some people can deal with the suck and they'd work through it and be successful. And
0: maybe. Yeah, I- stress will either make or break you real quick.
1: Yeah, and I mean, maybe I fucked him over by being too honest, but. At the end of the day, he does it. he's a grown-ass person, makes his own decisions, so'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume he did a mental list of pros and cons, and the pro the cons outread the pros, so he decided not to do it. Mm-hmm. And sitting back, I don't regret what I said at all. I mean, I think I really do think if he would have jumped on ship with everybody else, he'd be in a bad spot right now. Okay. So that's just an example of coming from a place of negativity, but honestly. And not the old Albert that was just like, that's fucking stupid. You shouldn't do it. You can't do it. I actually explained myself with, and I and I thought about it deeply before I explained it too. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just knee jerking it. My knee jerk, like I said, I almost said you should do it. Because I'm just like, I'm a big supporter of people wanting to do their own thing. Especially since I've done it and I get to see the pros and cons of it. I always think people should try, you know, that old saying, everyone should try at least once type of thing. That's true for a lot of things, but not everything.
0: Yeah. But there's also to an an extreme. Yep.
1: So you got anything you want
0: to add? No, I think I'm good. I just, you know, like we've been saying the whole episode, just be honest with one another. Make sure you're being the real friend that you should be.
1: Yep. And honest with yourself. Yeah. Yeah
0: don't take offense to someone trying to give you what you might think is negative advice.
1: Absolutely. Well, I guess we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, like the last one guys, we need to see some, some engagement. We want to see them likes them reposts, them shares, all that stuff. I'm in this for the long haul. No matter what, I don't care if we get two listens or 2000 somebody's going to hear my two cents.
0: There's always going to be a new episode.
1: Always a new episode. I've always got an opinion to share or an idea I thought of. <laughs> I made a, I made an Instagram reel on my uh, business page a little while ago. It says I work hard for my two cents. Yeah. So I'm going to share it guys. Cause I do, I do. I, I think about shit a lot and I do a lot of shit. So I think it's worth sharing and I think it's worth hearing and I hope other people agree. Mm-hmm. And I know you do too. I know you have a, a lot of opinions and ideas and thoughts. I mean, like I said, we've we've sat in the gym parking lot talking for two fucking hours.
0: Yeah. Now so. we just decided to put microphones in front of our face.
1: Yep. And I hope other people enjoy it. So, you want to go over the social
0: media so everybody remembers? Yeah, we can end. We can do it again. So I have it. I'm rep- I'm prepared this time. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, the one that Albert runs for the show, the underscore blue collar underscore syndicate facebook the blue collar syndicate podcast tiktok blue collar syndicate pod so we're, we're we're fairly active on all of them with you know just regular postings video clips and all sorts of things so we try and keep you guys as up to date and just sh- you know share snippets of what's what to expect
1: that's a fact
0: so with that you know it's the holiday so happy holidays whichever you celebrate and happy new year
1: Alrighty, folks that's it
0: see ya